Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about fears. There are things in life that are awesome and there are things in life that you might be afraid of. Things you might be scared of. You might have a certain fear. You might be uh, afraid of dogs for instance. We have different names for these things and we describe them in different ways. In this English lesson, I'm going to go through about 30 or so different fears. I'm going to talk about 30 things that people are afraid of. Um and while I'm doing that, it's more than just a vocabulary lesson. Listen closely to the phrases I use when I'm talking about that and uh hopefully this lesson helps you learn just a little bit more English. I do have to mention a few things today. First of all, Brad and Jim are helping out Todd as moderators today. So, um Dave the Canadian is busy this morning. I think Todd and Dave are both doing tomorrow's live stream but this morning we have a couple new moderators. They have quietly watched in the past to see how things work um but this morning they're in contact with Todd via the internet and they will be kind of learning a little bit about what moderating is like. So, please say hi to Brad and Jim. Um they're awesome people. I think you will like them. Uh they will start to slowly take over over the next two years uh depending on how busy Todd and Dave get. Maybe they won't get busy. Maybe they will. Anyways, let me do a sound check for a minute. Sounds like everything is working well. I do wanna say hi to Maria C, Lolly Lolly, uh Samuel Chen, Norma, Sam the Taiwanese, Key Park, uh Vinji, Rod the Brazilian English teacher. I know Brent from American English with this guy is here, Mode Eggs um and of course, Let me scroll back a little bit to see if there's any other names. Angel is here. Juliana is here. Navido is here. So good to see all of you here to learn a little bit about fears. I hope this lesson isn't scary. I am going to show pictures of things that people are commonly afraid of. So, hopefully, you don't get afraid while you're doing this. Uh so, let's go and get the lesson started. So, there are a few ways to talk about having fears. You can say that you have a fear of something. Uh I put this shopping cart with toilet paper because over a year ago, people had a fear of running out of toilet paper. I'm not sure if you remember in March of 2020, in many countries in the world, you couldn't find toilet paper in the stores because people people had a fear of running out of toilet paper. So, one of the ways you describe something that you um have a fear of is to say you have a fear of it. So, people had a fear of running out of toilet paper. More commonly though, we would probably say that we are scared of something or afraid of something. So, let's say that you have a fear of cats. That's kind of a formal way to describe that fear. I have a fear of cats. I have a fear of um large animals. It's correct but we will probably not we probably wouldn't use that um phrase to describe it in everyday English speech. We would probably say that we are scared of something or that we are afraid of something. So, me personally, I'm afraid of snakes. I'm scared of snakes. If I was having a more formal conversation, I might say, oh, I have a fear of snakes but generally, we would probably I think I would use afraid of most commonly. I would say I'm I am afraid of snakes which is true. I am actually afraid of snakes. I should mention um oh, let's move on. 
We also call these phobias. So, phobia, a phobia is an irrational fear of something and I don't actually agree with it being irrational. Um I don't think my fear of snakes is irrational. When something is irrational, it means it doesn't have logic. Um I'm just afraid of snakes and there's nothing irrational about it. But the general term is to call these a phobia. Now, here's something you need to know. As we move on to the first um term which is the dark. A lot of people are afraid of the dark or they are scared of the dark or they have a fear of the dark. The most common phrase would be to say that we have uh that we are afraid of the dark. I'm not going to give you the long scientific name for each of these things because we don't actually know them or use them in English. People might know a few. They might know things like agoraphobia um or arachnophobia but generally, we as English speakers don't know that long scientific term with phobia on the end. We might we might know two or three of them but I don't know what the one is for the dark. Someone in the chat will probably mention it um but I thought it would be a good challenge for someone to find out what all of these are called officially and maybe post that in a comment. It would be a lot of work. Anyways, sometimes children are afraid of the dark. I think in this instance, I would use afraid to describe it. They don't like to um be in a dark room. Sometimes we'll buy what's called a nightlight. A nightlight is a very small dim light that we leave on all night. Maybe in a hallway or even in uh, a child's room because they might be afraid of the dark. They might be scared that there's a monster under the bed. So, um oftentimes, children will think that if they hear a sound that maybe there's a monster under their bed and so, they are afraid of the dark. When I was a kid, I was a little bit afraid of the dark. I'm not afraid of the dark now. Some people are afraid of snakes. Some people are scared of snakes. I personally do not like snakes. Um in Ontario, Canada, we do not have any poisonous snakes or is it venomous snakes? I think it's venomous. Um our snakes are not harmful. In fact, the only snake that lives around here is about this long. It's very, very tiny. It's called a gardener snake um and there was actually one in our house two days ago and I picked it up with gloves and I took it outside and let it go in the field. Um so, I'm not afraid of little snakes but I would be afraid of really, really big snakes. I am not. In fact, having this picture here makes me a little bit afraid. So, I am afraid of snakes. Spiders. So, spiders come in all different sizes and I'll tell you a story about this. I'm not afraid of spiders. Many people are afraid of spiders but when I went to South Africa in the place where I stayed, there was a spider in the corner of the room and I think it was this big. I had never seen a spider that big before. So, I was a little bit um I was a little bit afraid uh, of the spider at that point in time. So, spiders are another thing that people are sometimes afraid of. Heights. So, if you've watched any of my other English lessons, you'll know that I am afraid of heights. I am scared of heights. I do not like going up really, really high. On my farm, I have two large structures called silos. 
when I was a teenager, I would climb up to the top because my dad would say, go up and fix something and I would go up and I wasn't afraid of heights but at a certain point in my life, I started to not like heights at all. I became afraid of heights I think in my twenties. I think I became afraid of heights because I almost fell off a building once. I was helping build a building and I was letting a rope down and as I was letting it down, someone on the ground pulled the rope and I almost fell off the building but I didn't and I think in that moment, I became afraid of heights. Um yes, I definitely do not like being up high. I'm not sure what the person in this picture is doing but I would never do that. So, here's one where we do use the official term. Um claustrophobia or being claustrophobic is a fear of being in a small space. Some people don't like being in an elevator because they are claustrophobic. Do you want me to say that a few more times? They are claustrophobic. So, when you have claustrophobia, it means you are claustrophobic. It means you do not like small spaces. Um I don't really like small spaces um but they don't bother me too much but uh I don't mind being in elevators and things like that. Um I think sometimes when I'm in a really small car with lots of other people, I feel a little bit claustrophobic because it feels very very crowded. And some people have a fear of flying. So, some people are scared of flying or they are afraid of flying. I love flying. I love the feeling of getting pushed back in my seat when the plane takes off and I love the uh the feeling of being in the air. Even though I'm afraid of heights, I actually like flying. That's kind of strange, isn't it? You would think that because I'm afraid of heights, I would be afraid of flying but I'm not. I actually really, really enjoy flying. Thunder and lightning. So, yesterday, there was a lot of thunder and lightning outside. We got a lot of rain yesterday. In fact, the picture I took, the thumbnail for this uh, video lesson is actually me outside and there was thunder and lightning all around. So, I quickly took a picture. I'm not afraid of thunder and lightning but I do find it fascinating. I love to watch thunder. You can't really see thunder. I love to watch lightning and listen to thunder from a safe place, okay? But some people, especially children, are afraid of thunder or afraid of lightning. Uh Oscar is actually afraid of thunder. The only time that Oscar will abandon Jen is if it starts to thunder. He'll come to the house by himself and he'll kind of scratch on the door to be let in. Um Oscar does not like thunder at all. So, sometimes Jen will be working on the flower farm and there will be thunder in the distance and Oscar who is a little bit afraid will actually come and scratch on the door and then one of the kids uh, or myself will let him in. Hey, let's look at a few questions. Just give me, let me have a chance here to get set up. Um let's see here. First question is going to be from Ruslan. Let me do a little audio check for a sec as well. So, I set the delay to be a bit uh shorter as well. I do wanna say to Jisung, thank you so much Jisung Kim for becoming a member. That is awesome. Um and I do want to, a few people in the chat were saying things like Mode Egg said, I'm glad you didn't fall. <laughs> yes, I'm glad I didn't fall as well. Ruslan, 
Hello, dear teacher Bob. How are you? Why in your opinion children are afraid of the dark? Were you? Okay, little correction at the end there, Ruslan. Um, I think maybe a little bit but I think you know, we actually worked outside in the dark on the farm. I think I got used to the dark and the other thing I would say is there were always a lot of people around. So, my mom and dad and my brothers and sisters. So, I was never really alone in the dark. Why do I think children, some children are afraid of the dark? I don't know. I think we watch too many scary movies and we read too many monster stories. I like scary movies though. Not horror movies. I like what should I say? I like movies like The Lord of the Rings where it can be um kind of violent and there's a lot of battle scenes but for young kids that can maybe give them nightmares and make them a little bit afraid of the dark. Let's see. Fearless man. Hi, our beloved teacher. What fears do you have? Are you are you afraid of death? I have to add a you there and what would happen after it? So, here's what I'll say fearless man about death. I never really thought about death very often until I had heart surgery. Um that was a little bit of a scary moment in my life. I'm afraid of surgery if you wanna know something I'm afraid of. Um but what it made me think about is um just being kinder to people I think. So, I think I'm not afraid of death or whatever comes after but certainly when you have some kind of major surgery when I had heart surgery it really makes you think about death and the things you do and the things you say in life. Let's see here. Um Salah says, hi, Master Bob. There is the fear of envy. One hides his good news for fear that others discovering it might make it go away. Yeah, people have a fear of each other, right? Sometimes people are afraid to share bad news. They're afraid to share good news even because they think people might be jealous but certainly yes, I would agree. Um Katerina, sweet summer day, teacher, dear teacher Bob. I try to face my fears but spiders are disgusting. I'm gonna add an ing there. What can you suggest how to overcome the fear of spiders? Thank you. I don't have a suggestion. I would just say keep your house super clean and make sure there's no spider webs in your house. That's how you get rid of spiders but actually, I think spiders are good because they catch other insects for you. So, maybe just think about the good things that spiders do for you. Um Yaroslav. Hi, teacher Bob. Teachers should appear fearless for their students. Do you agree? Have a good weekend, sir. So, a long time ago, teachers were supposed to be strict and mean and that was the best way to teach students. When I started teaching over 20 years ago, I didn't agree with that. I didn't think teachers should be too friendly but I didn't think teachers should be too strict or mean. I think there's a middle ground where a teacher can really care about a student's progress and can do a lot to help the students. I think it's very important that students know that teachers are real people that we have real lives and I think it's important for teachers to kind of understand where their students are coming from to understand what their life is like as well. That's when successful education happens. Uh let's see here. Judith. Hi, Bob. How are you? The three of strangest fears is onomatophobia, fear of names, pogonophobia, fear of a beard and nephophobia, fear of clouds. What do you think? 
There as I went through the list of common phobias, um there were a few that I didn't put on the list because they seemed quite rare to me. I think it's pretty common for children to be afraid of thunder. I think it's very common for people to be afraid of heights but I didn't add those. Those certainly are rare. I don't wanna say they're strange or odd because someone watching might actually have these phobias. So, but certainly uh being afraid of names would be an interesting one. A new one that I didn't put in the lesson is a fear of masks. People do fear masks and don't really like them. Um hey, I do wanna say hi to the 443 people watching. If you're new here, don't forget there is a subscribe button right here that you can click and you will get notified when I make a new English lesson. I'll do a couple more questions and then we will get back to the lesson. Let's see here. So, Dimitri, Mr. Bob, hello. What's the difference between the words feet, awe, and oh, fear. I think the T is supposed to be in our fear, awe, and fright. Thanks. So, a fear is just a feeling you have that means you are afraid of something. Awe is actually a little more positive. When you are in awe of someone, you think they're amazing. So, you might have um a favorite rock star and you're in awe of that person. It means you think they're a really cool amazing person. Uh and then fright is simply like you gave me a fright. It's the noun form, right? Um if someone jumped out from behind a tree, I would say, oh, you gave me a fright. Um I don't think we use fright very often. I I don't even have that word in the lesson. Let's uh let's get a formal definition of fright. Meaning of fright. It doesn't even come up. I know we have things like fright night. So, that's not the noun version but fright night is like a night when people try to scare each other. Um let's see here. Let's get to the next question. Um Mode says, hi, Mr. Bob. I always fear the unknown future and often end up overthinking a lot. Any advice to avoid that? I could use some of your wisdom, kind sir. Much obliged. So, a fear of the future is very common and everyone approaches um how to handle that fear differently. For me, I'm a planner. So, I avoid being afraid of the future by making a list of everything I need to do that week or writing down what I want to do over the next few months. So, one suggestion and this doesn't work for everyone is to just make a list or to kind of write down what your plans are for the future. Um that can be quite helpful. Uh, Other than that, that is a challenging, challenging question. Let's see here. Next question and then we'll get back to the lesson. Tai Hoa says, hi, Bob. No question today but I'm sure I'm still afraid of ghosts even though I'm not. Um how about you? What's your fear? Have a great day. I've never seen a ghost. I'm not sure I believe in ghosts. If I did see a ghost, I would be afraid for sure. That would certainly be a paranormal experience. What did we finish up here? Thunder and lightning. Some people have a fear of being alone. Some people really like being around other people and they they just do not enjoy being by themselves. This can be especially common for people who are getting older because they their friends start to die. Their friends pass away. I once knew a man who lived by himself in an old age home. I actually fixed his computer for him and uh he was 94 years old and everyone he knew in the world 
that was around the same age as him had passed away and he very much had a fear of being alone. So, what was interesting is he often had computer problems and when I went to fix them, they didn't really exist and eventually, I thought, I think he's calling me once a month because he just is afraid of being alone. He likes talking to me while I'm there. So, I ended up fixing his computer for several months for free um and uh and then eventually he did end up he did pass away. His name was Ernie. He was a really cool guy but yes, I think he was afraid of being alone. His children were still alive but they didn't visit him very often. Ghosts. So, we just talked about ghosts. Ghosts would of course be um an imaginary thing in my mind but ghosts are like people who have died who kind of come back and haunt the earth or haunt a building. If you like watching horror movies, sometimes you might watch a horror movie that has ghosts in it. I don't think ghosts exist. I must admit though, sometimes when you hear strange sounds in the night, it makes you wonder if they do exist and I will go back to my previous statement. I'm not afraid of ghosts but if I did see a ghost, I would probably be afraid. It would probably um scare me quite a bit if I saw a ghost. Death. So, some people are afraid of dying and I would say that probably most people are afraid of dying. Um it's not in it's not fun to think about life being over. I think because life is so full and rich, the thought of dying is very troublesome for some people and some people are afraid of dying. They might be afraid of dying because they don't know they aren't sure what comes next whether life ends or whether there's an afterlife. They might be afraid of dying because they don't want to leave their loved ones behind. So, for instance, I'm afraid of dying. If I die young, then Jen won't have me anymore. So, I'm afraid of dying because I don't wanna leave Jen and the kids on their own. So, there are many reasons to be afraid of death or afraid of dying. This is not a happy topic. Let hopefully the next one's happier. Maybe <laughs> mice. Some people are afraid of mice. The classic thing that happens in a TV show or in a movie is if someone sees a mouse, they jump up on a chair. Okay. Now, mice can climb chairs. I don't know if people know that. I'm not afraid of mice, but I don't like mice. Um, I'm certainly not scared of mice, but uh, generally, uh, if you're watching TV, Um if there is a mouse, someone on the TV show or in the movie will jump up on a chair. Someone else else might grab a broom and and try to kind of shoo the mouse out the door um or maybe hit it with the broom. I'm not sure. Um we have mice in our house and we do set mouse traps. Not because we're afraid of mice um but because they're a little bit annoying. I think a few people in my house might be afraid of mice but I'm not gonna mention who. Um I'm not. Although, if one ran over my foot um while I was doing a live stream, I might I might I might scream. I would probably be like, ah, a mouse just ran over my foot. Dogs. So, there's different kinds of dogs. If I saw this dog with his ball uh out playing, I would not be afraid of this dog but a friend of mine uh was out running a few months ago and a dog bit her. There was a large dog in a yard barking and as she ran by that house, the dog came out and bit her. 
And that certainly reminds me that I'm afraid of big vicious mean dogs. So, when a dog is vicious, it barks and it tries to bite you. When a dog is mean, it barks and it tries to bite you. I I do not like big mean dogs. Actually, I'm even a little bit afraid of small mean dogs. I think I'm afraid of any dog that barks a lot and tries to bite me. I would be afraid of them. But some people um are just afraid of dogs in general. They have a fear of dogs. Sharks. So, I think it's shark week right now um on Discovery Channel. I'm not sure if you watch a lot of TV but uh shark week is a week where there's a lot of shows about sharks. Some people when they go to the beach, they are afraid of sharks. I actually think everyone is afraid of sharks except maybe the scientists who study them or the people who make nature uh documentaries maybe are not afraid of sharks um but certainly uh some people are afraid of sharks. Most people are afraid of sharks. I would not go swimming if I saw a shark fin in the water. I would be very very afraid and there is no way I would go in the water. That would just be uh too much blood. So, I didn't want to find a picture with actual blood. Uh so, I found this picture of a potato stabbing another potato and ketchup coming out. Um some people are afraid of blood and we actually have some people who will faint at the sight of blood, okay? So, I actually when I was in uh a science class in grade 10 or 11. So, when I was 16 or 17 years old, um we had to take a little sample of blood from our finger. We had to poke our finger and put it on a microscope slide and then look at it through the microscope. And a friend of mine who was this really tough guy, he poked his finger and a little bit of blood came out and he fainted. He just fell over. <laughs> totally unconscious. So, he passed out. So, he was someone who would you would describe him as fainting at the sight of blood. So, some people, it's not that they're afraid of blood. They have an aversion to seeing blood and they might faint at the sight of blood. Interestingly enough, that uh, friend of mine who uh, fainted at the sight of blood, he became a police officer. So, I'm not sure how he handles that fear now but uh, that is his current job. Some people are afraid of water, more afraid of drowning. Drowning is when you go under the water and you can't get up in time and you die in the water. So, I would say people are actually more afraid of drowning. They're more afraid of drowning than actually the water. So, my mom for instance doesn't really like swimming very much because when she was younger, she uh was out swimming in a uh a lake or a pool and she had trouble getting back to the shore or the edge and it was very traumatic for her. So, she has a little bit of a fear of water, fear of swimming, fear of drowning. Some people have a fear of going to the dentist. I'm kind of afraid of the dentist. I know the dentist is helping me. I know it's good to get your teeth cleaned. I know that but I really don't like being in that chair and having someone scrape my teeth with that pointy thing. I'm a little bit afraid of the dentist but I overcome my fear every six to nine months and I go to the dentist and I get my teeth cleaned and they fix my cavities. So, even though I have a fear of going to the dentist, even though I'm scared of the dentist, I usually try and overcome my fear. 
uh, needles. So, this is a pretty uh, common one right now. Um, I'll tell you this about myself. Um, I don't like getting needles. Um, I've gotten both shots now for my vaccination. Um, and both times they say, um, are you afraid of needles or are you afraid of getting a needle? And I say, no, but I'm not going to watch. Like, I don't want to see you put the needle in my arm. In fact, right now in Canada, there are a lot of TV commercials. There are a lot of advertisements encouraging people to get vaccinated and they keep showing people getting a needle in their arm and I keep going like, don't don't show me that. I don't want to see that. But some people are afraid of needles. Some people are afraid of crowds. I wouldn't say that I'm afraid of crowds. I don't have a fear of being in a large crowd um but I do feel a little bit um yeah, I think I have a bit of a fear of social situations. I don't mind being at a concert listening to music in a crowd but I don't totally enjoy going to uh an event where there's a couple hundred people and I have to talk to a lot of people. That's not as enjoyable for me. Um but some people don't like crowds. It's kind of the opposite of being afraid of being alone. Some people don't enjoy uh being in a crowd. Some people are afraid to go outside. Um I do not have this fear. If you watch any of my English lessons, you'll know that generally this lesson uh the Friday morning live lesson is the only one I do inside. I am not afraid to go outside. I actually like going outside to do my lesson. So, uh tomorrow, hopefully, the weather is nice and I will do the live question and answer lesson outside. Um and if you watch any videos on my second channel or my on this main channel, uh they're almost all done outside. It's rare that I do a video inside. I only do that if the weather is really, really bad. But some people definitely are afraid of going outside. They like to stay in their house at all times. Um so, some people are afraid of pain. Um I definitely am afraid of pain. Probably my biggest concern um when I was having surgery um was that it was going to hurt a lot. Um and then afterwards, it did hurt a lot. This whole side of my body hurt for a couple months and I didn't like that. So, I wouldn't say I'm afraid of pain but I definitely um I have an aversion to pain and I've used that word a couple of times. When you have an aversion to something, it means you don't easily choose to experience it, okay? But some people are afraid of pain. Some people refuse to get surgery because they are afraid of the pain that it will cause, the physical pain. Hey, we're gonna go into members only chat mode in a sec. Um I've been ignoring the chat but I did notice that Brent a while back said his mom had the same experience. Cool. Um and then Rod saying that his son was bitten by a large dog. That certainly can change your opinion of of animals or swimming and those kinds of things. Uh let me get to the next question. Oh no. Let me get to members only chat. That's where I'm going. I'm clicking all the wrong buttons this morning. Um who can send members? There we go. Save. So, first of all, welcome to the 500. Oh, let me just do something to my camera here. My camera has this funny uh I have to figure out my camera screen turns off and then I can't see what's happening. Anyways, 
It's members only chat mode. That means if you are one of the people who clicked the join button below or wherever it is on your screen, uh you can now ask questions directly in the chat for the next 10 minutes or so. Um I will continue to answer questions from everyone else as well. Um I'm gonna skip a question here. Um let's see. I'm just trying to find Okay, next question from Natalia and I will also take questions from members in the chat. Natalia, I apologize for this possibly strange question. Are women in Canada afraid of getting fat? This is perhaps one of the main fears of women in my country. I'm not kidding. I think that women or men, I think in North America, both men and women are afraid of putting on weight because it's something that happens gradually over time and it's hard to reverse. Here's what I mean by that. When we are in our 20s, we are very thin and healthy. When we are in our 30s, we tend to start to be a little less active and eat more and then all of a sudden, we're in our 40s and we're carrying an extra 10 or 20 pounds or more. And so, I would say, yes, definitely women in North America are afraid of putting on weight. Um by the way, that's the nice way to say it, putting on weight. Um but men are too. I would say too, another thing that um women and men women in particular might be afraid of is walking alone at night in the city would be something that's still um somewhat scary uh, for women to do but men as well. I mean, it isn't just exclusive to one gender to be afraid. I mean, when I lived in Quebec City, I I would not have walked alone in certain parts of the city at night. That's for sure. Good question, Natalia. Um let's see here. Mr. Bob, congrats on getting the second shot. Stay healthy. Thank you very much. Really? No. So, Lolly, so when you get a jab or when you get pricked by a needle, um it means one thing but the the way you're saying it can be interpreted differently. You can also say that someone's a real prick and it's a way of saying that they're not a nice person. So, your comment could be read two different ways. There's no pricks in the chat today. That's right. There's no people being mean. Um Naomi, Once a crow pecked my son in the head, I'm afraid of crows. You know, there's certain birds like we have some really big birds that they just sit and look at you like hawks uh, or turkey vultures. I don't like them. Key Park, I'm afraid of cockroaches. They're disgusting. Yes, I do not like those kinds of insects. Anything bigger than a fly really, really bothers me. Uh Brent, yeah, I'm a guy and I have a fear of putting on weight. I look at food the wrong way and I gain a couple pounds. Yes, a very common thing for people to have at our age. Mode eggs, I might as well take this opportunity to welcome the new moderators. Welcome gentlemen, Brad the Canadian and Jim the Canadian. Thanks Mode for welcoming welcoming them. So, yes, for those of you that may have been uh, paying attention, uh Dave the Canadian is busy today. Todd the Canadian luckily isn't busy. And we do have Brad and Jim helping us out today. They'll kind of be in and out over the next few months uh as um uh Todd and Dave actually have jobs. Uh so every once in a while they can't make it to a lesson. Um Maria C. Hello, Bob. I have to say that when you put the picture of the spider, I couldn't look at the screen. I have arachnophobia and I'm afraid of dogs that jump at me or bark and dangerous dogs too. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh there. I shouldn't have laughed. My fear in making this lesson was that at some point there would be a picture on the screen that someone would be afraid of. So, 
I should have tried to find a cuter spider maybe. Maybe that would have helped. Um Sam the Taiwanese. Hello teacher Bob. When you first started learning French, did you have a fear of speaking out? Yes, I definitely had a fear of speaking and having conversations. As a language learner, I was very comfortable reading and listening and I very much feared uh speaking to someone. So, I overcame my fear by uh I booked 20 lessons 20 weeks in a row. I prepaid for 20 French lessons with a tutor from Tunisia. Um I think it's La Tunisie from Tunisia. Um so, I knew that because I had paid for the lessons and because I don't like wasting money that I would go to every single one of them. So, that's how I overcame that fear by using another thing that motivated me. Uh let's see here. Mode eggs. Naomi T. I'm not afraid of them but I don't like them. Yes. Norma. Hello, Bob. Sometimes I'm a bit afraid when I stop to think of this universe we are in so mysterious and enormous. I would agree. Especially when if you go out at night, if you live somewhere where it's dark and you look up and see all the stars, it's it's a little bit overwhelming, isn't it? A little bit but also amazing. Let's see here. Todd the Canadian, Jim the Canadian are keeping the pricks at bay. (laughs) Yes. Maria C. I mean the so-called dangerous pedigrees which is a very controversial issue I know but I'm really afraid of them. Yes, I'm not sure what um to actually say about that because there are people I know that own really nice dogs but they're actually considered a dangerous breed. So, yeah, it's a challenge, right? Um Brent says, Brent from American English with this guy says, I wonder how many people in the chat have the fear of speaking English. I bet you many people do. It's a very common thing when learning any language to be afraid of having a conversation. Um so, everyone will have a different way of overcoming that fear. Um you heard my method. Just pay someone and then you because you don't wanna waste the money, go to the lesson. Uh Eugene says, good morning, Bob. I'm not afraid of firearms. I tried 20 different guns at the Las Vegas in Texas in the USA. Very cool. That's that is certainly interesting. I am familiar somewhat with firearms because I live out in the country but not to the extent that you would experience in Las Vegas and Texas. I'm sure that was very interesting for you. Rod, the Brazilian English teacher says, I dread seeing snakes and not even pictures. Yeah, so sorry. Um I put a picture of a spider and a picture of a snake. Hopefully, you could close your eyes during during that moment of the lesson, Rod. Samuel Chen. Good morning, Bob. When my parents saw the crowds in the subway station in a big city, they felt a bit nervous. It's natural for people from the quiet countryside. Very, very true. In fact, when I left the farm to go live in the city to go to university, it was hard to sleep at night for a while because I could hear the traffic. And most of my roommates who were from the city didn't know what I was talking about. I was like, well, don't you hear all the cars on the highway? And they were like, no. So, I wasn't afraid of it but it does take time to adjust, doesn't it? Uh Brent from American English with this guy. That's a great idea about buying the 20 lessons. I'll have to do that soon. Yeah, it it, like so, I bought 20 lessons. I told Jen I paid for 20 lessons and then I went to all 20. Yes. Maria C says, I used to. Now, I have become accustomed to it. There we go. I closed my eyes, Bob. Don't worry. (laughs) Ha ha. Thanks, Maria C. Um there we go. I'm gonna turn off members only. I'm gonna answer mode eggs question yet but just give me a sec here uh to turn. Let's go back to subscriber only mode 
and let me pop back and look at Mode Eggs' question. So, Mode Egg says, I don't know why Brent is always afraid of me joining his live chats. I'm a peaceful chatter. Todd and Dave have never complained about anything I've written nor has Nightbot. That's true. You've been you've been very good. And then, Naomi T says to Mode Eggs, yeah, I sometimes see them by the garbage dump. Oh, yeah, you guys are talking about different stuff. Okay, let me um so, I only did one question from here. That's fine. Um we'll do Giovanni's and then I'll get back to the lesson. So, we're over here again. Good morning, Mr. Bob. How's it going today? So, my question is, has anyone proposed some challenge to you and you ended up chickening out? Nothing comes to mind off the top of my head. I usually don't agree to a challenge unless I know it's something I will like doing. So, I can't think off the top of my head, Giovanni, of something like that. Um Let's get back to this lesson though. Let's wrap the lesson up and I'll finish answering the questions in a sec. So, pain we did. Failure. So, there is something called the fear of failure and a fear of failure is when you are afraid that if you do something, you might not succeed. People sometimes have a fear of failure because they need to do something that people can see them doing and they don't want people to see them fail. This is probably a good way to describe a fear of having an English conversation if you're an English learner. You might actually be afraid of failing. You're afraid that when you have the conversation, you won't be able to think of the words. You're afraid that when you have the conversation, um you'll say something dumb or you'll look silly um or any of those things. So, hopefully, you're talking to someone who doesn't make you feel like a failure. Hopefully, uh you don't have uh, a fear of failure and the way to get over a fear of failure, one way is to recognize that failing is the path to learning. You don't learn anything without failing and so, once you get used to failing, um you just get better at it. In fact, here's a great example. I got a new camera and I'm using it for all of my videos And the other day, I did a video on my second channel and it was overexposed. It was way too bright but I just said to myself, well, lesson learned. Um I made a mistake. It wasn't a total failure but it still was a small failure but I just uploaded it anyways. People don't mind because they could still hear me (laughs) but sometimes fear of failure can paralyze people. Um what we mean by that is It can make you not able to do what you want to do. Some people are afraid of germs. They're afraid of bacteria. They're afraid of viruses. They're afraid of any place that isn't really, really clean. Um I have a little bit of a fear of germs. I like the kitchen counter to be clean. I like everyone to use proper food handling uh when they're in the kitchen. Like if you cut meat on a cutting board, You shouldn't cut vegetables on the same cutting board. So, I have a bit of a fear but I think it's a practical fear um but there are some people that you know are just really afraid of germs and bacteria and they wash their hands a lot and they clean a lot. I think I'm more afraid of germs and bacteria than Jen um but uh that's a discussion for another day. I'm trying to convince Jen to do another video with me in the next month or so. It might not be till September. We'll see um but we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk about our fears or something like that but yeah, definitely people are afraid of germs. By the way, germs uh it's just another term for bacteria, okay? 
So when you don't clean the kitchen counter, there's lots of germs on there. And it's another word for um you know when you spread illnesses like people get their germs on you. Right now, everyone wears a mask because we don't wanna get our germs on each other. Um public speaking. So, this is something that okay, I'm not afraid of public speaking if you mean teaching my class or talking in front of people who I regularly talk in front of. But if I need to speak somewhere in front of a hundred or two hundred people that I don't know, I would get a little bit nervous but I would still be able to do it. I don't mind talking in front of people. But for some people, public speaking, um they have a debilitating fear of public speaking. When your fear is debilitating, it means you just can't do it. You're you're just so afraid of that thing that you will not do it. So, I don't have that. I have a normal amount of nervousness if I have to talk in front of people. But remember, I've taught for over 20 years. So, my job is talking. So, going up and talking in front of people is a little easier for me. Um still not totally easy though. Some people are afraid of being touched. Um these people are probably very happy right now uh in our current world. Um but some people love hugging and kissing. Some people love high-fiving and shaking hands and some people would just prefer that people don't touch them, okay? Um I myself, I'm not afraid of touch. I'm not a huggy person though. Um what I mean by that is I don't go around hugging people. If I haven't seen someone for a long time, I usually say hi but I don't usually hug them. But I'm not afraid of people touching me but some people are. Um I don't have this. Um this was one of the ones I found while I was researching this lesson. Um some people are afraid of large things. Um I think when I see an elephant at the zoo in a cage, I'm not afraid of it. Um but when I if I was out in the wild, um I think I would be a little bit afraid. They are enormous. I did see elephants at Kruger Park in South Africa and I was a little bit afraid of them. They're really big especially when you see a whole herd of elephants. Birds. Um these are Canadian geese. Um the Canada goose is not a nice animal if you get close to it. They will try to attack you. They kind of come at you and make a funny sound and they get their wings out. Um so, even though in a lot of my videos, there's Canadian geese across the river and they're nice and it looks like beautiful nature. Um I am actually a little bit afraid of them especially if you go to a park where they are very familiar with humans, okay? So, Canadian geese that are used to humans, when people feed them all the time, sometimes they can get a little bit um ornery was the word I wanted to use. They start to squawk and honk and run at you and flap their wings and their mouth is open. You can tell I'm describing from real experience. (laughs) Fire. Some people are afraid of fire. Um I actually enjoy fire when it's a campfire but there was a time many years ago where um if you look in my videos, if you see the field along my river, there was a time where that grass was dry about 20 years ago. And I accidentally lit the field on fire and the fire department had to come and help me put it out. That was very terrifying and so, I would say this. I am definitely afraid of fire that is out of control. I love having a little campfire. 
I like candles although usually we use electric ones now. So, I'm not afraid of fire in that sense when it's a controlled fire that someone is having but certainly when my field was on fire, it was terrifying. I was certainly afraid of fire at that time. And then technology. Some people are afraid of technology. I find generally older people are afraid of technology. It can be very challenging um if you are over the age of 65 or 70 to learn how to use new things and I'll actually admit that for me, it's even hard to learn new things. I never thought I would say this in life but I think I used to learn things quickly. I find now it's harder to learn new things all the time mostly because I have less time. I don't think there's anything wrong with my brain. I think it's hard for me to learn new things because I have less time and that can be a little bit frightening, right? I'm a little afraid of a year where There's so much new technology that I can't learn how to use it fast enough to use in my classroom. Um that's it. Let me get to the questions folks. Looks like we have about five or ten minutes left. I'm gonna go through the last questions in the list. If they are about this topic, um I will answer it and we'll go from there. How says, do you fear for getting infection? I do not have a fear of that. Um I think that antibiotics still work very well. I think though that I am a lot more cautious about my health than I was before my heart surgery. Uh let's see here. Next question from Naomi. Hi teacher Bob. Do you have any terms for being fearful of not being loved? Thank you in advance. I think we would say fear of being alone um or fear uh, yeah, I think that would be the closest that we would come for that one Naomi. Um Fritz says, hi, Bob. Are there no subtitles on your video today? So, when I do these live lessons, sometimes YouTube decides to live put live subtitles while I'm talking and sometimes it decides not to. If you watch this video again in about 24 hours, it will have automatic subtitles and if you watch the short version that will come out in two days, it actually has somewhat good subtitles. They're still automatically generated but they have correct capitalization and punctuation. So, Fritz, sometimes when I do live lessons, there's live uh live captions or live subtitles and sometimes they're not. I will actually try to figure out how that happens because to me, it just seems like it's a bit of a mystery. Let's see. Hiroyuki, greetings, Bob. I'm always afraid to make some mistakes and changes. How should I overcome these problems? Just dive in. Just make the mistakes. Um progress comes from making mistakes. You have to be willing to make mistakes to make some progress. It can be frustrating. It can be embarrassing but you just need to do it. Roger. I'm afraid that the world could become a worse place to live in because of things like growing ignorance, global warming, etc. What do you think? So, here's what I think, Roger. Although I think we should take good care of the planet and although I think um there are some things in the world that concern me, the world I think is actually getting better. I'm pretty sure and don't quote me on this. You'll have to do some research. I think there's less crime in the world than there was 20 years ago. I think there are more people with fresh water in the world. I think more people can get an education now. So, I like to look on the bright side. I like to look on 
and just think about how I think things are getting better. I really do. I have to think that. Uh Dewanshi, dear sir, good evening. Sir, my question is to you is that children have a phobia of examinations and it's also a type of phobia. So, how? Um so, yes, I think not just children but everyone has a fear of taking a test. Um I don't think it's an irrational fear. I think it is very, very challenging uh to take a test for sure. Um this Marek, this is not quite on topic but maybe Marek has a fear of saying this wrong. So, I'll answer it. Hi, Bob. You often use a term a couple of. It means two things or a few things. When the answer is a few, it means three or four. Yeah. So, generally, I always say a couple does mean two. A few means three to five and then a lot would be more than that but there's no specific definition. If I said I'm going to see a few friends tonight, it probably means three or four friends. It could mean nine but then I would probably say I'm seeing a lot of people tonight. It's it's really just a choice. If you say how to prevent fear, it depends on the fear um and it depends on how afraid you are. If it's a small fear, you might be able to overcome it by just knowing how you work. So, I was able to overcome the fear of taking French lessons by paying in advance. So, then I used another method to motivate me but some fears are very difficult to overcome and you might not. Um I don't think I could overcome my fear of heights. I don't want to. I'm afraid of heights. I'll admit it. Hello, I'm from Cambodia. What is your biggest fear in your life? I think my biggest fear in life and most um parents would say this would be that one of my children got injured or was in an accident or if I was to die young and not be able to take care of my family. So, I think some of the biggest fears that people have in life surround death and injury and hoping that that doesn't happen to anyone in their family or to them. Um Sam, hi teacher Bob. Could you tell me the difference between being scared, afraid and being frightened? So, I could say that you know I'm frightened. I could say I'm scared. I could say I'm afraid. I'm I could say I have a fear of. They all basically mean the same thing um and you can use all of them. I think I use afraid the most. Um let's see next question. Notive says, I am not so weak when I was I was afraid of snakes and crocodiles in the forest. So, Bob, what things are you scared of in Canada? I fixed a few things in there, Notive. Um so, in Canada, in terms of animals, you need to be afraid of moose. You need to be afraid of bears. Um those would probably be the two biggest ones. Moose are those are huge animals and even though um they may seem docile, they actually can be quite um mean to people, I guess would be the word I would use. Um Lily says, nowadays, I'm afraid of racism as an Asian. I returned to my country now but there was an assault incident to an Asian older woman in Vancouver where I used to live. This would be one of the things, Lily, that I hope is getting better. I really hope as a world, we can combat racism. We can fight against it because I think no matter where you are from, uh you should feel safe. You shouldn't be um unduly afraid of people just because of how you look. That just we have to stop racism everywhere. That's my strong opinion on the topic. 
Uh, let's see here. I'm going to skip this one. Damir says, hi there. I know about a weird and rare phobia when a person is afraid of being afraid. Have a nice day. I have not heard of that one, Damir. Very, very interesting. Ario has the last question. Hola, Mr. Bob. How are you? I'm late. LOL. My question, what's the difference between fear and terrified? Thank you. So, there's many ways we describe the emotion of fear. We say, I'm afraid. I'm terrified. I'm um I I'm afraid. I'm terrified. I'm scared. I have a fear of. They all mean the same. Terrified would be a very heightened version of it though. If you're terrified, you're really, really scared. Okay. So, if I said, I'm afraid of cats. Um that means I don't like cats. They scare me a bit. But if I say I'm terrified of cats, that would mean if I see one, I probably run the other way to get away. I think that's it. I think let me just double check here. My yep, that was the last question. Cool. Hey, we're done everybody. A little bit early. I do wanna thank the 575 people that are watching. Remember, if you click this subscribe button here, you will get notified when I do another English lesson. I do want to remind everyone that this lesson will be available in a shorter version. I will remove all of the viewer questions. So, if you do like to listen to it twice or three times, there is a shorter version that you can listen to. That comes out in about a day and a half. Uh and I am going to do a live uh question and answer lesson tomorrow. Hopefully, outside. It might be inside because the weather's been a little bit strange here lately. It's been raining quite a bit and uh I think the weather's supposed to be good tomorrow. Anyways, uh if you didn't watch this week's lesson from this past Tuesday, uh maybe give it a a watch. It's called uh an English lesson about nothing. I thought it was a fun title. It made me smile. I hope it made some of you smile and in the first few minutes of the lesson, I pretend to jump out of an airplane. I don't actually jump out of an airplane. It was fun to do. My children were wondering what I was doing. In fact, one of my kids asked why I had their backpack um which I was pretending was a parachute. So, anyways, if you uh want to watch that, just give me a sec here. Um I'll put a link to that video in the chat. You'll see it in a minute. Nightbot will share that link. Um other than that, I do wanna say bye to all the people who are watching. Thanks to Jim and Brad uh for uh moderating. Thanks to Todd for kind of communicating with them and helping them learn how to do it. I do want to say bye to Brent from American English with this guy. Check out his channel if you want as well. He jumped off a bridge last week, I think. You should watch that video too. Uh bye to Rod, the Brazilian English teacher. Always good to have a couple English teachers in the chat. Bye to Wando, uh Wanda, Maria C, Key Park, um Sam the Taiwanese, Eugene from Etobicoke, Maria C, Naomi, Norma, I hope I don't miss anyone's name. I know Mode Eggs is here. Lolly Lolly, I think, had to go. Sometimes she needs to pop out 10 minutes early. Um, but bye to all of you. Bye to Ario Handayo. Bye to Natalie, uh, Natalia Illusion. Bye to Judith Oroz. Good to see some familiar names there as well. Anyways, thanks for watching, everybody. I'm gonna hit end on this lesson and I will see you uh, maybe tomorrow at the live outdoor lesson. Bye. Have a good day. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.